Welcome to podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to episode 172 of podcast 2187. As always, I'm here and Mark is here and we're going to have a good time because that's what we do together. So Mark, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing real good, actually. Yeah. Can I, can I do a quick, a quick aside, Tim? Feel free. Your, your pre-show voice is so much more smoother. Oh, really? Yeah. You, like when, when Tim and I talk, for anybody listening, when Tim and I talk at a pre-show, he's more like, yeah, so anytime, whatever you need, <laughs> just let me know. And then we get them here. It's like, hey, it's Tim. How's it going? Well, I mean, th- there is a difference between me just, you know, in conversation, which is pretty much you and I talking beforehand, um, versus I know, but, yeah, but like just, host. Let me put it this way. Yeah. In conversation, Tim's far sexier than hosting. <laughs> if 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 you people can believe that, far sexier. Well, it's it seems like it would be more boring to me, right? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it's because it's like it's almost like more monotone or something. You put you put me to sleep, Tim. Just like, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Night. Uh, uh, well, I appreciate you letting me know I and mean, letting the whole world who listens to this know that. I guess. It's a compliment. I guess you're saying if oh, I'm not holy. trying, I sound better. So I don't know if that counts as a compliment, but thank you. I'm saying when you're not, you know. I, I, I like. I wonder if if people like Casey Kasem are like. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If he's Casey Kasem at home. And I, I think that would be extremely annoying if you're at home is like just being Casey Kasem. It would be yeah, hilarious because... if like he saw a banana on the floor and he was like zoinks. It's just his actual reaction. It would. Or even or even for a modern listener, is Ryan Seacrest Ryan Seacrest like when he's hanging out at dinner? Or does he have a down Ryan Seacrest? I feel like it's probably I mean, obviously I don't know him. But I just get the vibe that Ryan Seacrest is Ryan Seacrest regardless. Yeah, I don't think you can turn it off. Yeah, I don't think so. Especially, I, I mean, he's started. It doesn't even matter where he is, whether it's on TV or on the radio or walking around New York City. It doesn't matter. Like, he's Ryan Seacrest 24-7. His celebrity is his personality. Right. Like, like imagine they catch him in line, you know, he's just really like a, like a, a total drunk a-hole. <laughs> Just always like, I hate that the character that I play. I can't stand him. <laughs> He's got like a horrible accent. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. All right. So well, I, I do want to yeah. acknowledge right off the bat the first thing that, um, uh, most important thing really that we're going to cover. Um, unfortunately, we did have news this morning that the uh, actor who was in Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, Max von Sydow, um, did pass away. He was ninety years old. Um, and he had one of the most like accomplished careers of any actor we still have today. I mean, I know Christopher Lee was super high up there, and uh, I know, like for example, Christopher Plummer's up there. But um, I would, I mean, I put him up there along the lines of Christopher Plum, uh, Plummer, really. As far as, as, far his as career, I, yeah, yeah, and I think I think Sidow will always be, you know, uh, the seventh seal. You know, he, he worked with. It, when you look at like a film class, let's say, or a film course, or the history of film, you, you know, uh, Ingmar Bergman it always comes to mind, right? You know, in his in his classic film Seven Seal, it has Side Out. Probably the only time I've ever seen Side Out actually look kind of young, because Side Out always seems like he looked old, right? 
You know, I, I remember seeing a, a film with him, uh, uh, one of my favorite films of all time, Strange Brew. Uh, it's uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, played by Rick Moranis, and Dave, um, oh man, I can't believe it. Dave Thomas. And uh, he played uh, uh, Brewmaster Smith, like the bad guy. And he always looked old to me. And that was in the 80s. And you look him side, put him side by side, he doesn't look that different. I just saw a quote from him today where he was talking about um, it has something to do with if people have accents, they tend to be playing the bad guy. Um, so that's why he says something about for most of his career, he ended up being a bad guy for a lot of these roles because of that and that alone. And he's excellent. Excellent. Obviously, you know, Laura Santeca. Right. Force Awakens. He was the, the free-eyed raven most recently in Game of Thrones. Uh, like I said, Brewmeister Smith, he was, I don't even know the name of his character in uh, in uh, Seventh Seal. He was also but in just, a, a little movie called The Exorcist as well. Oh, of course. <laughs> How I forgot <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yeah, so, probably yeah. Was, probably one of the movies he's most well known for. Yeah, I think so. I'm sitting here talking about a uh, strange brew about a dog that can fly when it drinks specially juiced up beer. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, of course, again, we want to acknowledge that and um, uh, condolences to the family he has um, because, again, he was a legendary actor and uh, really. Uh, left a mark on, on the film industry, not just because he was in Star Wars, although that's a huge part of it, but, or not, not even huge. That was just, that's just, cause again, his career was so big that that was just a, a piece of the pie. So, um, and I actually, I would just say that, um, I'm happy to have had him as part of the Star Wars resurgence recently. Yeah. Is, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad he was in it. He's one of those ones where like we can get, if we can get Christopher, if we can get Christopher Plummer in Star Wars. Yeah. Then that's one of those things to where I'm willing to, I'm willing, I, I normally don't want people very recognizable, but I'm willing to deal with that. Well, there, I'm just there are thinking, certain, certain actors that I'm willing to deal with their recognizability just to have them there. This this is very wishful thinking, but you could make the argument that he could get in via Ryan Johnson because of Knives Out, and Ryan Johnson has his supposed projects coming forth in the future. So I think if he gets in, that would be how. I don't necessarily see that happening, but it's possible at this point. No one's going to tell me it's not possible. Supposed projects, huh? Yeah. I Down the road. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, let's put it this way. <laughs> I think it's all getting pushed back by a year. Yeah? Yeah. If it was going to come out in 2021, it's coming out in 2020. I, I, think, I think this virus is going to push everything back. Well, it could. I was just seeing something about No Time to Die might get pushed back because of it. Yeah, and I I heard that they they paused filming for Mission Impossible. I think. Oh really? It was filming in, it was filming in Italy. I'm not sure. Ah, oh, uh, that would make sense. If they are filming in Italy, then yeah, that would I would hope they would have some sort of delay or something. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be a lot of. Uh, we're just going to play everything by ear. Like they're, they're still advertising Black Widow is coming out in May, and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Same thing with you know Jason mentioned celebration. Yeah, that, that he had no he had no you know first hand information. Because, yeah, but I mean it does make if if they're talking about canceling Coachella, which is a which is a local like music festival to to me, it's pretty big. You know, and they and they canceled South by Southwest, which is a huge one in Texas. 
Yeah. You know, I honestly think, you know, we got WonderCon coming here in April, usually. I don't know if that's going to be canceled, but if it spreads, I can't see them keeping San Diego Comic-Con. Right. And the thing is, too, it's right there with the timing as well, because Celebration is in August and it's going to be in California. And they're trying to figure out what they're going to do about the Olympics, which is also at the beginning of August in Japan. Right. So if they're not even sure about doing the freaking Olympics, I don't see how Reed Pop's going to be like, eh, yeah, let's just do Celebration. It's fine. Well, and here, here's my other question, and I know we are not a political podcast whatsoever. We don't like talking politics for the most part. Uh, but what do you do about the Democratic National Convention? Oh, right. Well, I mean, that that's fairly important this year. Right? You know, there's a, yeah, lot of, a lot of focus on that. It's not one you can really push off to, like, you know what, we'll just do it next year. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this, yeah. it, this is how this is how, you know, they get their nominee. And so it's right. one of those things where it's like, well, what do you do? You don't do you do you do it like teleconference? And and then what is that? <laughs> you just like Skype online. Well, because, because honest, honestly, we, the Democratic National Convention or even the Republic, you know, uh, National Convention. All of it is about, you know, it's just about a. It's nominating your, your, you know, your party. I mean, your your nominee. But it's also about you blanketing the airwaves with this news, you know, for a week. And, and like a little bit of celebration with it too. Yeah, this is where you get to introduce your your. This is where you get to, get to introduce your candidate to the world or or to the nation at least. And mm-hmm. and this is where you're like celebrating. You know, we're gonna kick the other guy's butt. Right. But if you can't if you can't have that, you know. If you can't have that <laughs> convention, I don't know what's going on. We're, we're no, in that, uncharted territory. That is interesting. Cause I, you know, every time somebody mentions something that could be adjusted or canceled by it, I'm just like, wow, yeah, that too. Like, no time to die. And uh, celebration. And this. You know, all these things that keep coming up. I'm like, wow, yeah, that's that's true. I guess they do have to think about that and consider that. I, I, I'm not of the mindset of thinking about how these th- normal things would be affected. But it makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like really close to me is Disneyland. I mean, right. All the all the Disneylands in the part of the world that actually have the virus have shut down. So right. How long till we shut down? Well, uh, I do want to before because we, we do have some Star Wars discussion we will be getting to because that's what we do on a Star Wars podcast. Uh, there are a couple things I want to get to first. Uh, one is a couple uh, announcements. I don't want to make them sound more important than they are, but they are announcements. So I'll just put it that way. Um, I am always interested in making this show and, and this brand, if you will, um, as good as it can be for you guys as listeners and to interact with us and to always just be going a step farther and, and pushing it up a notch just to be the best that we can be. Um, so as a part of that, I've been, uh, continually looking into ways just to make it better. And, and a couple of things I want to say about that. Number one, um, hopefully I can try to do it on this episode right now. Um, I'm not completely sure because I had to test some things, but I might have found a way to make the audio a little bit better and a little bit more professional, a little bit more radio-like. Um, and uh, so, guys, let me know if I am able to get that in on this episode or if you notice anything that sounds better, just let me know. Um, and, and that way I'll know to keep it up if it works. 
Uh, so I want to say that. Uh, another thing is that we, believe it or not, we have a website and we have had it for a long time. And it sucked for a long time because I didn't really keep up with it and it was kind of thrown together. I mean, I don't want to make it seem like I didn't try because I did try to make it pretty nice, but there's only, I don't know, it just wasn't quite working for me. So what I'm reason I'm saying this is that I have been working on it, uh, putting a, a lot of work into it actually, and it is almost ready. Um, it is actually, it is live. Um, I haven't finished with it yet, so um, it's not com- the finished product yet, but if you do you want to, you can go to podcast2187.com um, and check it out and see what's going on there. Let me know what you think. Um, and if there are any things that you want me to work on or fix or just let me know now while I'm, while I'm working on it so I can get those things done. Uh, and I'm always open to ideas to, to make it as good as it can be. I know right now one of the things I have to work on is on mobile. Um, some of the uh, uh, sizing and ratios have to be adjusted. Uh, but on a desktop, they're fine, all this kind of stuff. So uh, let me know what you think about that. I'm pretty happy with it so far. Again, there's a couple things still needed to change, but just wanted to throw that out there. And as a part of that, we do have some new ways to contact us. There is a contact form on the website, but if you prefer just straight emailing us, uh, we have three emails that you can use depending on who you want to contact. So if you just want to send an email to the show overall, you can send that to contact at podcast287.com. If you want to send an email to me directly, you can send it to tim at podcast287.com. Or if you want to send an email to Mark, uh, what do you think you send it to? Mark at podcast twenty-seven. No, that no. would make sense. But no. What is it? If you want to send an email to Mark directly, you send it to Godzilla at podcast two one eight seven dot com. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that's real. I'm not making that up. Seriously, that, that's what his email is. So, um, yeah. I'm so we got send myself emails all day. <laughs> So yeah, that, that's some pretty cool stuff there. Again, I'm I'm working on it. Like for example, there will be an embedded player on the front page, so you can listen to our episodes on the front page of podcast27.com. That is not ready yet because it has to go through some approvals through some other companies, blah blah blah. And which, speaking of, I am in the process. I almost don't want to say it in case it doesn't work out for some weird reason, but I'm currently in the process of getting us on Spotify as well. So if you would like to listen to us there, we can go ahead and hopefully have that too. And finally, I think this is the last thing I had to mention for now. (laughs) There are other things I'm still working on, but for now, um, we have for a long time been asked about this, and it's been formulating for a long time. And if you go to the website, you will see in the top right corner, there is a text for a little link, um, and it says exclusive episodes coming soon. And what that is for, if you click that link, it will take you directly to our Patreon page, which is now functioning there's nothing there yet but it is live and functioning um what i will say about that is i don't think this sounds kind of counterproductive i don't think i'm going to actually have any like tier pricing or anything like that on there and that's largely because i'm lazy and i really don't want to deal with taxes um so what i think we're going to do is we will have exclusive episodes there that are going to be free for people who are subscribed to our patreon account there um and then as we get more used to it, we'll see if we work out something else. But for now, I think that's what the plan will be. And I think part of what we're going to have there will be 100%, and this is because this is easy for me, 100% non-touched or untouched, non-edited, just straight episodes or, or mini episodes or whatever you guys want. Just things that I'm not going to edit whatsoever, like I do this. Which means Mark like is idea. free. 
you're released from jail. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not this one. I have to edit this oh. one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> thought we were starting now. <laughs> so anyway, again, that was a lot. That was long-winded. I hope you stuck with me through that. But All yeah, right, so well, we, we got a bunch of stuff that time stamp out. too. Uh, yeah, that's the thing with this new with the software I I have that we've been using for the past few months, if not year. Actually, yeah, it's been over a year by now, I think. Uh, to record, um, I don't have timestamps anymore. It's well, better software, but so so Patreon, right? Yes. Um, are we able to do a little bit more in the way of like sound clips? Let's say, yeah. Without running, so so we can do a more serious like analysis of music and, and whatnot exactly yeah play, oh, i'm liking this yeah that's really just like like a bonus whatever we want like i said if it's non-edited we can do that if it's like a 15 minute episode about a sound or whatever like soundtrack stuff it's all that kind of stuff can be over there as an exclusive thing for people who are subscribed there nice yeah so again we've we've had a couple people asking me about that for a while so it is finally starting out so um, and again, most important thing, though, to take away, go to podcast2187.com, preferably on the desktop if you can, just because that's a little bit better right now. And please give me feedback for what you want that isn't there already or things that can be improved or whatnot, because I'm trying to get that together for you guys. So, Is it 20 bucks a month? Is that what we're charging? Uh, for the Patreon, uh, that's, I don't think you heard me. I said it's nothing right now. It's going to be free for now. Free? For now. Do stuff for free? Yeah, I don't I don't like doing taxes though. You have to with that. Can't you do a tip jar for you? I don't know. Like, I'm looking into like it. Give, I don't know. Like give him a coffee. That's what everybody <laughs> says. I really I don't know. I, I do have to look into that. It's part of what I'm figuring out as we move forward, but uh yeah. Okay. And oh and there will be giveaways there too. I just want to mention that. That's another thing. We so will ba- be having giveaways. Here's what we're doing. We're getting you used to the free you know. It's like, a, it's like a free trial. Yeah, Patreon experience. And then we just, you know, turn the heat up on the water, mm-hmm. so to speak, and uh, we start charging you. So we're like we're like your pusher. You, you get free free trial size of, of the drug that is Podcast 2187, uh, unedited style, and then uh, we're going to charge you. And we do have the option of putting posts on this website as well with, like, news articles and updates and stuff. So once again if that is something you think you'd be interested in we can tweet those links out under our podcast account a link to our quick article on something uh let us know because i don't want to waste time doing that if no one cares about it but if that's something you'd be interested in and i'll probably try it for a little bit just so you guys can have an idea of what it's like uh, but again just just let me know i want to make this as best as it can be for you guys so so let me know um all right so i think that wraps up the announcements part of what uh i had to go over again for now there's more down the road but but that's just a tease um what else I feel obligated to mention, as much as I hate that I'm having to do this right now. I I have a job, right? And I have coworkers at my job. And for some reason, they insist on listening to this every once in a while, including today. And so we were talking about it today, about the show, and they're listening to it. And uh, one coworker especially... Um, was getting pretty annoyed that we had an episode on her birthday and I did not mention that it was her birthday. Uh, And a couple other things that she was getting fairly, um, I'm not going to say upset. And I swear, if she's listening to this right now, she's probably sitting across from me and giving me a death glare. But the point is, I'm acknowledging that she exists now on my show. 
And uh, let's just, I hope this suffices for now. <laughs> this is awkward for everybody, but trust me, it's going to help me out in the long run. It's really Thank awkward because the thing is, is that can I get you in trouble for inappropriate conversations if it comes from me and she chooses to listen? Like, can you get taken to HR depending on what I say? <laughs> um, I will say that I would doubt it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Who am I wishing uh, happy birthday to? Well, it this was an episode that was like um, <clears throat> about two months ago. Yeah, what's this person's name? This person's name is Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll so, put that in a little notes so I can throw Taylor's name out there every once in a while. I'm sorry, are, get you in trouble. Are we going to have a uh, two-month belated birthday happiness now or no? Sure, happy birthday, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I, hope, I know you enjoyed right. it, so I can't even say I hope you do because I know you did. I have no idea. <laughs> so, all right. Again, that was obligatory. I didn't really have much of a choice. That that was borderline against my will, even. But it, I had to do that. So, we actually have Star Wars stuff to get to now, which is the only reason anyone's actually listening. So, welcome to the actual part of the show now. Um, I am going to mention one thing quickly about The Mandalorian, which is that season two it has finished filming which was uh, seen on Twitter, not only by the 501st, but also by the cinematographer who also mentioned, I think that was on Instagram, I believe, um, who mentioned that the filming, again, for season two has wrapped. So we are, what, seven? About seven months away from it coming out on Disney+, Plus, I think. Uh, So we're going to, of course, be in all the post-production part of it now and uh, get the scores going hopefully soon. I know that's probably still a couple months away but i'm excited about that um i think they said wandavision for disney plus just wrapped um all the stuff coming to the end of the year uh i don't think falcon winter soldiers wrapped yet but uh you know all the good stuff yeah that we're gonna end the year with and then did you uh, i didn't know if you're planning on since we're talking about things on disney plus mm-hmm. did you happen to mention that uh Thing that D. Brat about uh, <laughs> that uh, D. Bradley Baker had tweeted about. I saw that. Yes, and actually, I have it right here. He says, and "I'm going to quote D. Bradley Baker's tweet." This is from Mon. No, today's Monday. Crap. This is from Friday. Uh, he says, "I was going to post enticingly vague details about a top secret project I'm working on, but after much reflection, I've con- uh, reconsidered and have decided not to." And that tweet was right, liked same... by Mark Hamill. And I don't know. You don't know who else? Really? Really? It was also it was also liked by uh, Taylor Gray. Oh, oh, I think I did hear that. I just forgot. And the odd one out of the bunch. Anthony. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. I heard, I heard. Uh, uh, Billy D. Williams, right? Anthony and Gruber. Wow, I'm wrong. I thought I heard something about Billy D. Or did they like Billy D.'s tweet? Maybe, I don't know. Oh, you know what it was. Either I'm dyslexic or whoever I heard it from was, and I think they meant D. Bradley, and they said Billy D. Oh, uh, okay. 
That makes sense now. Because I went straight to Billy D's profile when I heard that. I'm like, they liked what? I don't see anything. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that, that does make a little bit more sense. And, and so are we assuming that this is related to a return for Rebels? I think we're not necessarily assuming it's a return for Rebels, but the the Rebels sequel show may, well, yeah, actually yeah, be, yeah. may actually be more than what we think. Because if you've got, obviously, Mark Hamill voice of Luke Skywalker, you've got Anthony and Gruber who does a really good Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got Taylor Gray, obviously, as uh, Ezra. The possibilities of a post-Return of the Jedi show that maybe blends the world of Luke Skywalker and Rebels, you know, maybe a possibility like what if what if it is a, a what if it's a two-pronged show let's say let's say 50 percent of the show or 50 percent of the episodes are devoted to sabine and ahsoka going and finding you know ezra right but the other 50 percent is devoted to luke and 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 han and all that and all that jazz and then every once in a while, somehow they combine, but it could be something. So I just pulled up the tweet on my phone, and I'm searching through everyone who liked it to see if there's anybody else who hasn't been noticed yet. Or even maybe, hold on, let me finish real quick. Or even maybe that it strictly is a Rebel show, but there is a sequence where Ahsoka and Luke meet. Talk about Anakin, which is something I think that uh, people want to see. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. And just, you know, Anthony Gruber playing Han Solo walking around in the background. Oh, Taylor All Gray right. re replied to it. What do you say? He says, this is what Twitter is for. Love that energy. I'm guessing it's energy. It means he has a lightning bolt emoji. Oh, and Steve Bloom replied and said, ow, you're hurting my guesser muscle. Let's see. I have that. I have that already done. The Cassian Andor... Disney Plus series supposedly has a shoot date now listed in London. And that date is June 1st. And it says it is in development and pre-production currently, this series. Um, but it says the summary is that a prequel series to Star Wars Rogue One following the adventures of Cassian Andor during the formative, formative years of the Rebellion. And again, all it says, London, June 1st, 2020. So it seems to be... Can we see it back on schedule, I guess? You think it is back on schedule? I mean, if they have a shoot date listed for it now that was just updated last week, then I would hope so. Well, where are they shooting? London. Italy? Pine Pinewood, right? Yeah. No, this is London. Iran? Iran? No. No? All the places aren't in South Korea? <laughs> Unless Pinewood moved to South Korea, I don't think so. I don't know. I think they said, what, what place moved out of Pinewood? Some place officially moved out of Pinewood. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is random. Have you seen the new supposedly leaked Rams logo? Football? Yeah. The LA Rams. I don't follow football. I don't follow football. No. Well, there's supposedly Sorry. a new... Because the, the Rams tweeted a video of them taking down their current logo. And there is a rumored or leak... Um, or an image that's rumored to be legit 
who knows, of a new logo, and it's actual crap. So I was just wondering if you had seen it. No, I wish I could say that I was actually into football, but I'm not. Oh Well, I am, so I'll cover that for you if we ever need to talk about that. I know, I'm um, less of a man, but I'm good with that. <laughs> Um, a couple more things that we have from the novelization for The Rise of Skywalker I wanted to mention. One covers uh, what actually happened when Palpatine was falling down the shaft for the Death Star 2. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it kind of goes on for a little while. Um, but basically, it says that um, he... I'll just read this one sentence here. Uh, it says, So falling, the dying emperor called on all the dark power of the forest to thrust his consciousness far, far away to a secret place he had been preparing. His body was dead as an empty vessel long before it found the bottom of the shaft, and his mind jolted to new awareness in a new body, a painful one, a temporary one. Now, it goes on to say you know, that he wasn't ready yet, so there were some hiccups because he wasn't ready to be thrown down the shaft and all this kind of stuff. Um, but... The point is that he did not, I, I mean, like, like it says here, like technically his body died as it fell down, but he like did force consciousness things to project himself somewhere else. Um, yeah. Which is kind of, we talked about that before we got the leak from uh, Jedi Paxis and making Star Wars and all that stuff. We were talking about that, that possibility of the spirit and him kind of jumping bodies, possession, all that kind of stuff. So this kind of falls in line with that. Are people having a problem with this? Uh, I, 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 it's like the whole movie overall. People are having mixed reactions. People think it's fine. They're like, oh, get over it. It doesn't matter. Some people are like, this is the most atrocious thing I've ever seen. Who knows? The thing is, is that, is that if you can accept, you know, and let me first of all say, you know, praise be to Last Jedi, holy be its name. Because <laughs> apparently that, that's, the, that's the sacred text here. You know? <laughs> If you can, when watching Last Jedi, when if you have no problem with Luke transporting his consciousness halfway across the galaxy, right, to have a fight, a lightsaber duel, to hug Leia, to give her hands dice, uh huh, right, yeah, but you can't come to grips with the fact that maybe Palpatine transferred his consciousness into a clone right before he died, then I would say the problem is not the storytelling. The problem is you. I would second that. I mean, because that's... Send me send me emails, Godzilla podcast. <laughs> well, because that, that's just hypocritical because uh, you don't like it. Now, if you don't like it, that's, that's different. But to say that Fair it's enough. not right or that doesn't work and to complain about this and be like but the other thing is totally fine that's not fair now to say that that's not for you is different right right if you say i'm not into it that's that's great but it, but if if you know last jedi is your bag and you know you get behind that movie 100 percent, but you can't see how this is pretty much the same thing but a different aspect of it then mm -hmm. you know come on you clearly clearly you're not willing to look at everything in its entirety you're only looking through you know last jedi colored lenses and another thing that's kind of cool too is that this really uh i think it elevates luke's abilities because if the emperor was able to you know muster on all the dark power of the force at once to get him to do this whereas you know luke could do it while still living and then i mean obviously it took everything out of him to do it in the end but 
I don't know. It just seems like it was harder for him to do it the way he did, and therefore kind of puts him at a higher playing field for force abilities. Well, and then the other thing that we got from this, um, we got the answer on Palpatine's kid too. Yeah, which is the other thing I have here. I also have oh, the. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. I was gonna say I have the actual quote from that too. He so, didn't do it. Yes. Yeah. He uh, he did not do the hanky panky. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> so it says the heretics of the Sith Eternal toiled splicing genes, bolstering tissue, creating unnatural abominations in the hope that one of these strand casts would succeed and become a worthy receptacle. The heretics would do anything, risk anything, sacrifice anything to create a cradle for their god consciousness. Nothing worked, but their efforts were not entirely in vain. One genetic strand cast lived, thrived even, a not quite identical clone. His and in air or quotations, his son, but he was a useless, powerless failure. Palpatine could not even bear to look upon such disappointing or what ordinariness that's not an everyday word. Uh, the boy's only worth would lay in continuing the bloodline through more natural methods. So you could almost say that Ray's kind of like a daughter in a way. Yeah. I mean, if, if if her dad was an imperfect clone of Palpatine, then, I mean, genetically, she's kind of like his daughter. Yep. It leads into a whole bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, it does. And the, the term Strandcasts, wasn't that introduced in The Mandalorian? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. I do, I do like the name, though. I, be, I could be wrong, but I believe it was introduced there. And once again, that relates you back to the whole thing with the child and, and Baby Yoda. Um, because you and I have discussed for a while how it's possible that the Empire is seeking Baby Yoda to try to do testing on cloning Force-sensitive beings for a host for the Emperor to, to kind of transition into. Um, especially considering what we just read from the novelization. Um, it seems like it would wrap it all, you know, or kind of yeah, layer it very nicely. I've seen a lot of people saying, they brought up an interesting point. I think it was on Reddit. Uh, somebody said that uh, the people who own the Darksaber are typically uh, doing things for themselves only. Uh, so right now with the Moff having the Darksaber, then you would think he's just looking for the child for his own interest, whether that's because he's trying to experiment with him. Who knows? Um, but they did point that out, which is an interesting thought. But I, I feel like as the overall story goes, it makes more sense to have him be searching for Baby Yoda for the Emperor. Plus, I mean, the other, they've talked about how the Empire set out to turn the like children of the heroes of the Rebellion against them and, and into the Empire's favor, which is why they tried to steal Lando's kid, who may or may not end up being Janna, all this kind of stuff. Um, it would make sense that they tried to, if they find another Yoda being, the Emperor of all people would be like, yes, bring it to me. I want that to be me now. You know what I mean? That would make sense. You, oh, you want me to respond? I do. No, I think, I think you're right on. I don't really okay. have any, uh, <laughs> well, no, I don't even disagree with you on it. No, that's good. I just, it. it like I put out my thoughts and I'm like, okay, as I gather more thoughts to carry on this conversation, I'm going to let him talk. And now I can't do that. No, no, no. Cause I always interrupt you. So I was just like letting him, you know, <laughs> let you get, you were just steamrolling or you're like a big snowball just rolling down the hill. I'm like, I'm getting out of the way. 
I don't, I don't want to get. I don't want to join the snowball. Well, you ready for uh, the tables to turn? Why? That's all I was going to talk about. I mean, we could go over like Project Maverick, but honestly, I don't really want to. There's just not enough known. Well, let me just say that there is a game from EA that has been leaked on PSN called Project Maverick. Um, it's supposed to be some sort of multiplayer so element wait, to it. You, we don't know a lot. You're saying you have nothing else to talk about? Uh, I, I don't think there's anything I was going to bring up. Mm, well, I think oh, you duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. We have a new episode of The Clone Wars. Yep. <laughs> One thing I thought was interesting, I saw, I didn't get to watch it as soon as it was released, so I avoided spoilers, so to speak, but I did see some um, things said about it. I saw a lot of people commenting about how short it was, because it was only 17 minutes and not the full, you know, 22 or whatever we're used to. Um, you know why that is, right? Yeah, because they cut out the scene um, and kind of re- reworked it a little bit. Yeah, it's been a while since I've watched the animatic version, but there's just a long, like, four-minute scene where Wat Tambor stands at the door and pretty much tells everyone inside, this is what I'm going to do to you with the, yeah. uh, uh, what is it, what's it called? The, whatever weapon that was. So it's just not needed, ultimately. What I want to know, though, is do these other Tambors have names? Yeah, like uh, Tal. Do they really? No, I mean, I mean they might. I don't know. Well, because because I'm I'm secretly like a big big you know, uh, let's put it this way. I love Clone Wars. I'm not Clone Wars. I love Attack of the Clones. So for me, it's like all these characters originated in Attack of the Clones. It has one of the richest world building. You know, it's one of the most richest world building. You know, episodes of Star Wars ever. Yeah. And so. Now you're introducing other colored tambors or whatever the heck is, you know. Sorry, I don't know what species he is, you know, shoot me. But I want to know these other people's names. Now that we're getting into everybody else, I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. You know, this is the type of stuff that that, that makes me a huge Star Wars fan. Can I just say what I have a problem with so far? Here you go. What tambor has not adjusted his little little adjustments on his little plate thing to make his voice that's go funny. Or, I know. Or, or, or. Yeah. yeah, like, come on. That's essential to the character. Like, we've literally had 10 seconds of him before, and that's half of it. So, like, come on. you got to give it to us. That's true. But my question is, is this the, la- is this the last episode of the arc? I don't remember. Uh, I, I don't like remember it. either. Felt like it. I mean, it, it did feel like it until... Echo had that kind of that line at the end that was a little like foreshadowy, kind of like something's like, about to happen from that. The line comment. where he says, I'm going to kill you. Except that he didn't say that. Oh, right. I must have. <laughs> it's a different episode. Well, to, to get back to the point, though, I was going to say, I was maybe it's because I knew to expect it to be short because of how everybody was talking about it, but it did not feel short to me. Like everybody's no. going on about how it felt so short and, 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 you know, I was waiting for more blah blah blah. It felt kind of like a normal episode to me. Well, and also we're used to these insanely short, you know, uh, Mandalorian episodes. Yeah, which are not that much longer than a normal Clone Wars episode anyway. It's like ten minutes longer or something. Well, you know, the funny thing is, I'm trying to become more 
you know, in, in the old days, there's what the is a 52 minute episode, 42 minute episode, 44 minutes was just the average hour show. Take away the commercials, and it's like 44 minutes or so, let's say. And so it even seems like when stuff was on, you know, like HBO for a while or whatever, they kind of fit within that time frame, where they fit within an hour or they fit within 50 minutes. You know, uh, I would prefer the story to be complete for that episode. If it takes 20 minutes, that's fine. If it takes 40 minutes, that's fine. It felt like with Mandalorian, they were always trying to stretch and make it a perfect 30 minutes, let's say. Right. It's like, well, then that's just kind of doing what I don't want. It should be 30 when it needs to be or 45 when it needs to be or an hour. You know, it should be whatever the story lends itself to be. Yeah, like whatever the script has. Yeah, yeah, whatever the script has, just make that. If it's a good one, obviously, then just make that what we get. Because like, that's yeah, the cool thing about Disney Plus. Like, they're not restricted to the time frames of an hour TV show with commercials. They're not, but they still feel like they're putting themselves into a certain amount of time. Like yeah. anything on Netflix is the same way. It feels like they're trying to lock themselves into a certain, you know, I get HBO because HBO still releases things on their broadcast network. So yeah. they want to have something available at eight or eight thirty or nine or nine thirty. So they try and keep it within a certain time frame. But Netflix and Disney Plus, it should be able to be whatever time they want it to be. Not let's keep it within sort of a certain window yeah you know i don't know i well, i mean look at well, the other things too i get even wanting to be consistent between episodes like if you have a series you generally want the episodes to be roughly the same as far as you know length but uh i don't know like so i have something to aim for but if it's 40 minutes to an hour in that range each episode i think that's fine but they've been aiming more for 30 it looks like but I'm curious what the what the final episodes will be. I mean, the ones that we know that are sort of built from the ground up, for the most part, were the Siege of Mandalore. So I, I'm really curious to see if they'll stick to the 22 minute format. Yeah, I hope not. I hope they go longer than that. But oh, me too. I definitely hope it goes longer than that. So overall, Clone Wars, you liked it? Thought it was good, right? Yeah, I liked it. I, liked I did it. too. We're in agreement. You know, we should we should fight about something. What do you want to fight about? I don't know. Something. Okay. Um. Let's see. Luke Skywalker is the worst character in Star Wars. But see, I know you don't even believe that, so we can't fight if you don't. Believe I don't it. think he's the best. Okay. Well, he's you're allowed to have your opinion. Okay. How about this? <laughs> The sequel trilogy should not have been seven, eight, nine. It should have just been its own thing. Like, what do you mean? Just like as completely separate from the first. Six? I think the Skywalker. I think the Skywalker saga should have been one. I I think you could take the you, you could take the sequels of episodes seven, eight, nine, and I think they're more effective if they're not episodes seven, eight, nine. I think the Skywalker saga really should be one through six. If it's supposed to be about Vader as Lucas ended up, you know, changing his mind, but if it's supposed to be be about Vader, one through six is perfect. Seven, eight, nine can have, you know, Han and Luke and all that, but it doesn't have to be part of the Skywalker saga. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes sense. I, I, I you disagree? Yeah. Do you think it's a worthy sequel? 
Well, I'm. Huh. <laughs> I would. No, okay. Let's fight. <laughs> um. So the hard thing about this is that I'm diplomatic enough that I'm like arguing with myself. Don't be diplomatic. Look, over overall, I enjoy seventy. I really do. And if I yeah. have to look at them as as one through nine, I can do it. Not a problem. But part of me is like. Would it be better if they weren't seven, eight, and nine? Would it be better if they were just their own thing? No. I mean, like, I, I get that, but at the same time, like, they're lost if they're not in relation to what we already know, which is a direct sequel to that. Why? Why are they lost? Because what's the point of it? You don't have to have the tie-ins to things. What do you mean, what's the point of it? I mean, like, you have Rogue One. That's an individual movie. That's not a series of three, right? Star Wars works in trilogies when it's related to the Skywalker saga so far. And this is directly related to what came before it. Like, it is a follow-up in this storyline to that. Rogue One was a tie-in to what we have. But this is the what happens next of the story that we've had. So, therefore, it is the sequel. Okay, I see that. And, and I'll agree with your point on that. But I didn't think it necessarily has to be. If you rewrite it, there is a way to tell a similar story that doesn't have to be a sequel to it. But the way it was right. done, it has to be be the sequel. So, so episode nine is your favorite of the sequel sequels? Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> okay, Jared. I know. <laughs> tell, I... Telling me I'm not wrong. No, no. I mean, you're not. You're not wrong. I actually, <laughs> I actually think that that. Boy, you know, I wish we could tweet this because then we'd actually get some people like, "Yeah, let's talk about this." But I think, uh, I think episode nine redeems the uh, the trilogy. I don't. So what I'll say is, I don't think the sequel needed redemption. However, I do think, or the trilogy, but I do think it did a better job of making it, of putting the the seven and eight into the whole picture. I really want to say, I really want to say certain things and I'm not sure if I should. Or is that for the Patreon? Mm, maybe. <laughs> I do want to mention real quick cuz something you said uh made me forget. Uh or <laughs> made me remember, I should say. I almost forgot. Um that I had a tweet that I put out and I want to give there was a poll under the podcast account I wanted to give the answer to it cuz I thought it was interesting. Um did you see that tweet I'm referring to? No. Okay. I'm, so I've been busy. <laughs> Look, listen, listen. I have I have the great Marachan shortage of 2020. I have people <laughs> buying everything in my store. Water, beans, cup of noodles, you name it. I'm 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 losing my mind. And then I've got people who are jerks about everything. Um who are asking me, you know, do you have uh do you have this water? I'm sorry, no, we only have this water. Well, I don't like that water. What do you want me to do about it? Are we talking about water again? It's insane, man. It's <laughs> insane. Everyone's um, stocking up, and then everyone's getting an attitude. If you don't, ha you don't have sanitizer. Does any place in the world have sanitizer? No. It's hard to come by. I, I've just found out that we may not even be able to get toilet paper for my work for employees. What am I supposed to do, Tim, if I have to use if I have to go number two? We might not even have soap for for us because manufacturing is having a hard time making it. 
I'm, I'm gonna I leave told that. you all a long time ago. I'm gonna leave that as an issue I trust you to handle. I told you a long time ago. <laughs> let, me, so, let me just say that. Okay, go ahead and say your thing, then I'm gonna say my thing. <laughs> and, and we'll get I'll, I'll rile up some of our listeners. <laughs> this tweet that I put out said it was a poll. Um, it said according to the newest charts, guess where a new hope ranks among the top domestic box office rankings when adjusted for inflation. Okay? Where? So they did the top one hundred adjusted for inflation movies. And basically, guess where New Hope was. The options were first, second, third, or fourth plus. So let me ask you. Tim, go ahead. (laughs) No, I want to know what your your guess is before I read what the poll said before I give what the actual answer is. I think it's number three. Number three? Okay. The three or four plus. People who voted first place, 21%. People who voted second place, 14. Third was 29%. And fourth plus was 36. So the most people thought it was fourth or lower. And the fewest people thought it was second place. Okay. It was second place. Really? <laughs> yeah. So gone first... with the wind, then a new hope? Yep. I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, and I, I, I don't have the list with me right now. I forget what was third. Jaws was like seventh, I think. Uh, at, oh, Titanic was third, I think, and Avatar was like fifth. Okay. ET was fourth, I think. Something like that. Yeah, it was. It was, it was pretty cool. I actually went through all one hundred. Hey, while we're at it, guess what number one hundred was? What? Attack of the Clones. Yes. <laughs> Not for long, but yes. <laughs> and uh, Rise of Skywalker was actually in there, and it was kind of weird because when this list came out, it, it's still in theaters at the time. So well, I don't the, know. It's in the 90s at least. Yeah, I think it was 70s, I think. Ooh, really? I think it was like 74 or something like that. But again, it, ruined, it ruined Star Wars. I know, right? And it was still in theaters too and everything. But uh, Force Awakens was number 11. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, anyway, okay. So uh, that, that's, that's all. I wrapped up my poll stuff. That's the answer Well, on, on our actual podcast. Mark, what were you going to say to rile people up? No, well, I don't know if it's going to rile people up, but I think after careful consideration, Ryan Johnson was really disrespectful to the ideas that J.J. Abrams put forward in Force Awakens. Okay, so I, I actually have a, a response to that. Which Do is you? That, Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think it was disrespectful. I think Ryan Johnson has made his career based off of subverting expectations. So like if you like watch Knives Out, for example, and, and his other movies, he, he how, does a good... But how does Knives Out really subvert expectations? It's a whodunit. It's supposed to be like... Well, know. right. Right, but he, he... It was really good, by the way. I enjoyed it, but I don't see yeah. how it's like God's gift to the murder mystery. That was Ag- Agatha Christie. Well, I know. I, I just think it's important because it's the first... It's a resurgence of the genre. It was, um, it was a very I successful... That, I would say that Kate Bernard's, uh Murder on the Orient Express may have been just as good a resurgence of the genre. And but that's so good that they're actually going to make a sequel to it. But that wasn't original. Okay. I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think when you start thinking about what he did with The uh, Last Jedi, it, obviously you look at, um, let's just take Captain Phasma, okay? You don't hire Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of Captain Phasma, so maybe this is my 
my really you know important reason, but you don't hire a face. Gwendolyn Christie has a face. She's well known for Game of Thrones. Right. You hire her because she's going to be something in the series. You don't hire her just to sum up, you know summarily kill her off in the last Jedi. But they didn't Correct? hire her. Yeah, but they didn't hire her to kill her off. They hired her to play a role that was supposed to be a side character that was more popular than they thought, right, but, which was but given future roles because of popularity. Off. He killed her off, which is a common theme with Mr. Johnson. Exhibit number two. <laughs> You've got Andy Serkis, who is very well known uh, in the world of motion capture, and actually... People know his face as well. He He's an accomplished actor who you've hired for Snoke, who Ryan Johnson kills off in Last Jedi. Yeah. Kills him off. Yeah, J.J. Abrams killed off someone named Harrison Ford. A little bit bigger. I understand. I understand. But so far, he has killed off two of the important characters Ooh, I don't know about Captain Phasma being important. I like her too, uh, but I don't know about important. Been. Could have been, but was could it? have been because he killed her off. <laughs> Look, the, he also number killed three. off Luke Skywalker. Right, number three, Luke Skywalker, who is the balance, off. who is the balance to killing off Snoke because it's about the previous no, generation no. passing on and the new ones taking no. over. But here's the thing. So you, you could say that. You could say that. But it's like J.J. Abrams invented Captain Phasma. Gone. J.J. <laughs> Abrams invented Snoke. Gone. Luke Skywalker? Eh. Gone. You think that all the stuff that was shown regarding Ray's past history dropped off, parents leave, She's got to have an important story, right? No, she's nobody. He actively went against things that were set up in The Force Awakens. Am I wrong? You're not wrong that he actively went against it, but you are wrong that it was disrespectful. Well, if people are going to say that J.J. Abrams retconned some of it, it's disrespectful, then I'm going to say that <laughs> well, again, but the thing is, he's made his career based off of doing the opposite of what you would expect because that's so what, what keeps was... it entertaining. Okay, so what what was the opposite of what you expected in Looper? Uh, it's been a while since I've seen that, but the entire concept of the guy trying to kill himself from a future thing was kind of convoluted and not what you would expect when you go down to sit and watch a movie. Wait, wait, wait. You act like the concept of a guy going back in time to kill himself is a thing. <laughs> like, like that's the genre. I'm just saying that it's like a little bit different from what you would normally get in a mainstream Hollywood movie. I think you're wrong. But it wasn't, so, so, it wasn't, the, but, main, but this it wasn't argu- the mainstream Hol- uh, Hollywood movie. Well, it was at the success levels of one. Uh, which kind of puts it in the same parallel, but this argument is kind of similar to saying that J.J. Abrams does nothing original and only relies on uh, bringing back things that are already done, whether that's Palpatine or the storyline of A New Hope and Force Awakens or what, blah, blah, blah. It's a similar type of thing. That's wrong, but it's the same type of argument. 
but that's close to true. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand where people get that from, but I have a solid disagreement, which it's too late in this episode to go into that. But uh, we've talked about doing that at some point, which I don't think we ever really have. But there are, I don't know, I feel like there are strong, solid arguments to make about why this is what DJ has done is original storylines or with the force awakens a little less, but there's a reason for it. So I don't know. I just, I feel like that we're back to ground zero, which is that this is again, art, the, the curse of being popular as star Wars is, is that the entire world looks at it. No one in the entire world looks at art the same way and gets the same thing out of it and appreciates the same aspects of it. Some people will, look at it one way and agree. Other people will look at it a different way and agree about that, and then they're in conflict with the other. That's just the nature of how it is. It's it's too personal. It's too interpretive. So, I mean, there's nothing that we're going to do about it, but we just have to remember that it is art, and if it didn't appeal to you, I am genuinely sorry because it did to me, and I think it's awesome, and I wish you could feel it was awesome like I do. But, I mean, there's well, nothing you well, can do well. about it. The sequel trilogy. Well, like like the movies. Well, I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's bad by any means, and, and I honestly think that I enjoyed Force Awakens very much. I enjoyed Last Jedi at the time. Uh, as I moved further along, I realized that it had issues, and so far I've really enjoyed um, Rise of Skywalker. I haven't seen it in a few months, maybe. I think last I saw it maybe was early January, so probably a couple months at this point. But I really want to watch all three of them sort of back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I haven't had that opportunity yet, and, and I think I'll be very happy with them when I watch it that way. There are, like we said, or we've talked about before, there are things in Rise of Skywalker that are my favorite in all nine films. Right. Specifically, the fight on the Death Star and Han and, and Kylo slash Ben sort of atonement. Yeah. That is one of my favorite things in, in all the movies. The fight scene, you know, at the end with with you know, Ray and Ben Solo showing up and her giving right. him the lightsaber is one of my one of my most favorite scenes in all of the films. Right. So I'm happy that it exists. Would I be happier if something else took its place? I have no idea. <laughs> You know, we're Star <laughs> we're Star Wars fans. You know, we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to. Uh, we love everything and we hate everything. Yeah. So it, it's really hard to say. I, I'm happy with what we got. Um, I wish going forward we had a little bit more idea of what we're doing or where we're going. But I'm excited by the High Republic. I'm excited by the comic book. I'm excited to buy the possibility of new animated shows and Kenobi and Mandalorian and Cassian Andor. I just feel like that's all sort of out there, and I don't even know if it's ever going to happen. Some of it certainly will. Other ones, I'm like, I'm waiting for the shoot to grow. Yeah, I feel like just overall, kind of something you said made me think about this. For the sequel trilogy, I would say that objectively, it is not the greatest trilogy of cinema that we've ever had. Um, I would argue that it's not supposed to be, and no part of Star Wars has been meant for that. Um, but I feel like on a personal level as a Star Wars movie for me, it worked or movies, they worked. And I don't know. I, f I feel like 
again, we have something so big as Star Wars. Like, I, the the it's so weird <laughs> if you just think about the reactions. Like, there were people at the time who thought The Empire Strikes Back when that came out was the worst thing ever, and then you knew, everybody is well familiar with the whole thing with the prequels and how they came out, the initial reactions, how people felt about it, how the new generation feels about it, blah blah blah. I feel like this is just the newest iteration of that, and it's probably not going to change with movies that we get down the road moving forward, whether that's an episode 10 type of movie or The High Republic or whatever it is. It's never going to change, and we really just need to accept it. The The Star Wars fandom will never be like it was in 2014. Like, that was the peak amazingness, and at the time... 2015 or 2014? 14, and like when the trailer, the first teaser came uh, out and all that. And and yeah, going into the far, first half of fifteen. Is that how far long ago it was? Yeah. Damn. Um, and then like going into fifteen before the movie came out. Um, it'll never be like that again. And the thing is, at the time, I made the mistake of thinking that it was the new normal, because Star Wars was back, and this is how excited everybody was. And then now we're going to be like this moving forward. And obviously, that was a mistake. You know, that's obviously not the case. And and I should have realized that <laughs> this is how it would go. Um, but honestly, it doesn't matter who it is. If it's George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, it does not matter who it is. You would get the same reactions that we got. It's just that the opposite side would feel the opposite about it. But it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to be divided about something. That's just how it is today. Well, so what's funny is I'm old enough, young enough. I don't know how you quantify it. But, but I remember, remember when after the prequel trilogy, they announced the Clone Wars. Yeah. And I remember Star Wars fans that that I had spent time with, talked with. Some of them were even, you know, really big podcasters uh, a year or so ago. Many of them said, this is horrible. This is the worst idea ever. Star Wars is dead. The animation is garbage. Lucas <laughs> is grasping at straws. Nobody wants this. And then now, you know, I, I remember a few years after that, like, yeah, Clone Wars is so awesome. It's like, guy, you don't remember what you said a few years back? Yeah. I do. I got receipts. And but, I mean, you know, changing your opinion is fine, but it is. Don't rush to a judgment we, like that in the first place. Yeah, this was before this stuff even came out. They're ready to. Yeah, this is before there was the mixed opinion on the Clone Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I get if you're like, I don't know, I don't really like it, and then you watch the episodes, you go, you know, I didn't really care for season one, but season two is solid because I wasn't a huge fan of Rebels season. One. Yeah, but I love the show now. Because as it went along, I became a bigger and bigger fan. And, you know, I, I'm sure anyone who's ever listened to the show has heard, I, I think we were, I think we had started this podcast before Rebel Season 1 ever aired, right? Uh, Probably, because we started didn't... right after, we started right after. Uh, yeah, didn't it, didn't it start before, you know? but didn't Rebels come before Force Awakens? Maybe. Maybe. I thought I thought it was a couple months before it came out. I thought like the if fall some adventurous, of you know, if some adventurous listener wants to listen to all of it. They'll see how we've grown in many opinions, and that's great. But I think when you just outright say this is horrible and garbage, you know, you, you end up turning out to look like a fool at the end because maybe it's not as bad as your initial knee jerk reaction suggested. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, that's just a life lesson overall. Most things aren't as intense or strong or whatever as your initial knee-jerk reactions are. Okay, Tim, that's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hi, everybody. Okay. So, hey, what I'm going to do, um, 
just as uh, for our final goodbye because I am hopefully going to get some new editing type of stuff again to make it sound a little bit better. I want us to give very uh, dramatic and impactful, resonating goodbyes. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? It means whatever you want it to mean. All right, hold on. <clears throat> goodbye, everyone. <laughs> is, that, is that what that means? It's like you're trying to be Moses or something. Hey, let my people go, Ramses. <laughs> um, hey, you know that works. I'll go with right. that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Well, bye, everybody. <laughs> that wasn't bye. resonating, but I'm not going to do it. I'm the director. I'm not the actor. I'm not a monkey here for you, amusement. <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast. That's how it works. And scene.